Hey yo, so as promised, bringing you a new edition of Echoes from the Void. Uh, this is episode six, man, and um, yeah, I'd say you know you, you there's always a kind of a propensity to say we're live, but we're opposite of live. Well, we're not opposite of live because that's dead, but you know we're just uh, we're recorded, but it's all good. Uh, yeah, just back from an. A great night, you know, I was all ready to upload the podcast, then I realised, okay, I've, I forgot to record the beginning of the podcast, so, um, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing, but, you know, we're doing it this way around, it's all good, man, because, yeah, just had the funnest of evenings with some incredible people, uh, so it was all good, man. It's like when you're ushering in that big four o, you know what I mean. You want to do it with good people around you, and that's what I did, man. I had like some of my closest friends there, and it's it's all good, man. It's all good, you know what I mean. Like the, the people don't give a shit. Hey, who gives a fuck, man? They ain't on the radar. You know what I mean. But it's kind of like, hey, to be honest, yeah, wasn't sure I was getting this far. Wasn't sure, you know what I mean? It's just been, yeah, it's been crazy for the last, I don't know, I want to say 10 years, 10 years. You know what I mean? It's been like some crazy shit. Like, yeah, a few cancer scares. Yeah, just like all, all manner of shit, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you you know, you just think, oh, what what's happening? Am I getting through this year? You know, um, and yeah, to be honest, you know, there's been like yeah, just some weird illnesses and stuff like that that you know people just don't even know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, and it's tough. It's tough, like, waking up in pain, just, like, walking around in constant pain, you know, you're not quite sure what's going on, why it's happening, and, uh, yeah, you know, there's definitely times, and you just think, fuck it, man, what, what's the point, you know what I mean, but, you know, I spoke to one of my peoples the other day, and it's just like, yeah, that that's the reason, you know what I mean? It's just like having just just like incredible people in your life, you know what I mean? Um that's that's a great thing, man. That's the great thing. So yeah, hit the forty. But hey, you know what I mean? I don't even get twisted with all that shit. People bug out. I it always baffled me why people bug out about like hitting those anniversary dates, you know what I mean? Because it's just like it's just another year, man. Like, you you just have to keep being you, keep striving, keep pushing, keep aiming high, you know. I think that that was a, that's the main reason to to start off the podcast. Yeah, I mean, because it was just about like putting those big thoughts out there. And when I say big thoughts, I'm like. Yo, it's just like you're you're constantly thinking about things. You're constantly trying things, striving. So, hey, let's record that shit. Let, let's, you know, because this is the thing. It, it, it's starting off like this, but 
eight, it's getting it's getting bigger. It's gonna get bigger. There's definitely things that are getting aimed for, you know. So um yeah, it, it's the thing, man. Once the guests start coming on, yeah, there's gonna be some great conversations. It's just always a work in progress. And it's talking to people makes you remember things. It was just like, I, I was having a conversation the other day and I had, oh, like my friend said something and made me think about, God damn, some of the crazy shit that has just happened, like in these 40 years. It's just like, hey, so it's in, insane the amount of concussions I have had. But you don't think about it like that. You know what I mean? It's only when someone kind of, you know, right, points it out. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's probably not the best, right? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, fuck. So there was a time and I was on my way to work and I got run over. And whew, that and that was like the second crazy time I got run over. So we were like, you know, tangent. But yeah, so I've been run over like three times two by cars, one by a bus, and then probably hit, like, three or four times by insane cyclists, and just, like, completely wiped out, you know what I mean, so, yeah, it's crazy, but, yeah, because I'm on my way to work, and, yeah, I just got completely blindsided by this crazy old woman in a car, just, like, completely just flipped over a car, I'm just landing, I just got up, and I kind of fell, hit my head, hit my shoulder, but, you know, it's not about lying down in the middle of the road, especially in a crazy racist area, so I just jump up, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm cool, and I'm just like, to this woman, like, what the hell were you thinking, why, because there was nowhere for her to go, there was nowhere for her to go, no reason for her to pull forward, so what was she thinking, you know what I mean, but then, just as I'm saying this, then the pain reached my head, and I was just like, (gasps) just wiped out by the pain, and I'm just like, oh man, I just collapsed on the side, I'm holding the fence, just like, oh god damn it, this needs to stop, this needs to stop, yeah, like a, a minute or so pass, and just like managed to get my senses around me. I turn around, she's driven off, and there's all these people just standing watching, and it, it just been watching the whole incident. And I'm just like, yo, anyone get a, a license? Anything? Anything? Nothing. Nothing. Everyone just like just carried on. No one gave a fuck. Um and. Yeah, so I'm just like, alright, well, shit. Um, Alright, fuck it, fine, I guess I'm going to work. So I went to work. And I'm standing, and, and I'm I'm at work, and I'm standing around in, in, and the pain is getting worse and worse and worse and worse. But I'm just like, yo, fuck it, need the money, need to work. You know, as you do. Um, And word got back to um, senior management, and they were just like, yeah, you're going home, so I was just like, yo, 
I need to get paid. And I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? You're going home. So they sent me home. So I went home. And yeah, I'm just like, hell, I can't have like a week off work or anything like that. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck it, went back into work. So, but, but and as I say back then, so I'm working at a cinema part time while I'm going to uni. And uni, yo, you think the fees at uni are crazy now? Well, they were crazy. Obviously, they weren't as much then. But, yo, you know, there's no bursaries. You know what I mean? There was no grants. There's nothing. So I'm paying for all that shit. So, yo, I had to work. Had to work to pay that. So the next day, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to work. And I'm fine. Um, So... I'm running around, it's crazy busy, I'm running around trying to get everything, like, sorted, making sure that all the departments are running smoothly, um, and I'm, I'm, so a problem happens behind the candy store bit, so I've gone back there, and then some, I I get a call on the radio, so I go, I turn around to rush out, open the door, and someone hadn't locked the door properly, so the little door flings open. I jump to avoid it, turn around. Someone left a huge metal trolley right by the door, so I've gone smack headfirst into this trolley. Head is killing me, and this is coming off of probably a crazy concussion from the day before. So I'm just like, what the? And I'm just like, oh, I can't curse. I'm out in public, so I jump behind, behind the, uh, behind the back, and I'm just like letting rip. And I'm just like, fuck, shit, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Just inventing swear words, man. It's insane. Uh, and then I was like, right, okay, I'm cool now. And I step out. Everyone's looking at me, and like some little dude comes up to me. He's like, yo, um, uh. Just so you know, um, everyone could hear what you were saying. I was like, oh shit, I thought that was soundproof. So yeah, that, yeah, as you say, you learn something new every day. So I'm going to say, fuck, alright, fine, whatever, it happened, shit. So I've, got, I've, I've gone to deal with a customer problem. So I'm talking to this customer and they're like, you know, uh, this, this crazy issue, I'm sorting it out, it's fine, got it sorted. Then all the screens are just about to come out. So I've got to get, make sure everyone's ready where they need to be, cleaning all the screens out, bringing the new people in for the next film, all of that shit. I turn around, hadn't realised that I was right on the edge of the stairs and I just fall down the first lot of stairs. So it's just like, boom, stacked it, hit my head, popped up. I was like, yo, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I fell down the next flight of stairs. And I'm just like, bam, 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 bam. Hit my head. I'm just like lying on the floor. And I look up as a kid. And I'm like, shit. Because obviously, I've fallen down two flights of stairs. I've been swearing like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? And I just see this kid. And it's just like, fuck, shit, ah. And I just couldn't stop swearing. I just couldn't stop swearing. In my head, I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And I couldn't stop swearing. So I'm just like, oh my God, ah, fuck. So the only thing I could think of was to run out the fire exit. So I've got, and I've run out the fire exit. I'm all over the place. And 
I did run through the door, I ran into the wall, and I'm just like, fuck, and then I get up, get through the fire exit, and I'm just like, ugh, yeah, so in that one day, I hit my head so many damn times, it was insane, and the crazy thing was, so, yeah, obviously, got sent home again, and told if I came into work the next day, yeah, then they're just going to send me straight home, so I had a couple of days off, and there, yeah, that was that, but in the time I was at that cinema, I probably, man, I must have, I had so many good, like, I hit my head a whole heap of times after that, it was just insane, it was crazy, but yeah, you forget about that shit, until you have these crazy conversations with your friends, you know what I mean, it was like the time I was out with a crackco, which was just insane, um, yeah, you know, I, 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 it was bank holiday Monday, I had forgotten it's bank holiday Monday, so I'd gone to go to the shops, while well, I was coming home, before I'd jump, stop off, get something from the shops, and, oh, then I was just like, shit, the shops are shut, so I bump into this girl, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a chemist open, I'm like, um, not sure, she's like, I'm, I'm in so much pain, so much pain, and I'm just like, yo, I know what it's like to be, walk around in pain all day, all right, you know what, let me help this girl out, but she looks like she needs some help, so I, I walk off, trying to find, if there's a chemist open, chemist isn't open, so I'm like, yo, come back, chemist ain't open, kid, she's just like, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, I'm like, yo, there's a chemist, just around the corner, man, I think, she, I'm just Google that shit, so she goes, and it's a 10 minutes away, so I'm like, alright, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure this girl gets to the chemist fine, so she's not collapsing and shit, oh, that's my good deed for the day, you know what I mean, so I'm, I walk with, to the chemist with the girl, obviously, chemist ain't open, so I'm just like, alright, we need to see what else is around, so, we check all the other chemists in that close vicinity, nothing, I'm like, yo, you need to probably go to the hospital, and she's like, I don't want to go to the hospital, you know, and then, then they can't help me, they can't help me, I'm just like, yo, they probably can, but let's look, let's just address the options we have here, and, um, yeah, so she is, and at first, it all seems fine, and, as the time is going on, it this shit's getting squirrelier and squirrelier, you know what I mean, she, she's then just refusing everything, um, yeah, so supposedly, find out there's this chemist in Plumstead, so I call up a cab, I'm just like, alright, I'll put her in a cab, get her there, and then that's golden, man, you know what I mean, that's, that's dealt with, and, Cab come, and she's like, alright, yeah, 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 no, that's what I'll do, that's what I'll do, cab comes, she's like, ain't getting in that, it's just like, alright, why not, and she's like, oh, I don't, you know, I, I don't think it's a good idea, um, I don't want to go to that chemist, uh, you know, uh, yeah, and just coming up with these crazy, weird reasons not to do shit, I'm just like, yo, alright, fine, and the cabbie in the end is just like, you know what, I ain't waiting around, fuck it, he went, and we're in the middle of fucking kind of nowhere, and like, everything is shut, 
And I'm just like, I want to go. But I didn't want to leave this chick on her own. Because I'm thinking, alright, more manner of crazy could happen to her. So I just need to get her to the hospital or something. Then I can go. And I'm like, right, you need to go to the hospital. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want to go. And then finally, she's like, all right, fine, I'll go to the hospital. I'm like, cool. And she's just like, I just need to smoke something to help with the pain. I'm thinking she's talking weed. I'm like, fine. And she's like, but I don't want to do it in public. I don't want to do it in public. I'm like, no one gives a fuck. She's like, but I don't want to do it. I'm like, no one gives a fuck. Fuck what you're smoking. It's just do it. It's good. Then go to the hospital. She's like, but I don't know. Will they know I'm smoking crack? I'm like, oh shit, hold on. What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, oh yeah, I just, the crack's the only thing that helps. I'm like, wait, what? She's like, oh no, I mean, I, I've never done it. Like, someone told me that. I'm like, um, what's going on here? Um, this is so weird, and I'm just like, shit, shit, I need to get out of here, I need to get out of here, this is not going the way I thought this was gonna go, and and she's just like, yeah, no, I just wanna smoke crack, but a part of me, I'm just like, but you just put in a cigarette, right, and I was like, "Mm, no one's gonna know, right, yeah, you smoke crack in a cigarette, uh, uh, wrong No She then pulls out a crack pipe I'm just like fuck um, I, I'm Yeah I can't be around This shit I'm like look I'm going to go to the Check out the bus stop Check out the Titans Because your ass needs to get to the hospital So I go to the bus stop I see alright there's a couple of buses coming I go back I'm like alright There's two buses coming in ten minutes I'm going to wait at the bus stop. You do what the fuck you need to do. Come to the bus. Then I'll, I'll meet at the bus stop. Make sure you get on the bus. And then... Uh, so, 10 minutes. Bus, one bus comes. Goes. She ain't around. I'm looking around. She's still smoking a fucking crack. And then I'm hearing, like, all these people coming. And I'm just thinking, is my ass getting set up here? So... The next bus f- turns up. I'm just hearing more voices. I jump on the bus. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Was a weird, crazy ass evening. But yo, but yeah, it's just a story, man. That you just forget. All of these weird shit things happen and you forget, man. It's just like, you know what I mean? But that's it. You're uh, like the years go by, and you just acquire crazy ass story after crazy ass story. But that's what it's like to be alive. You know what I mean? It's just weird. It's fun. But yeah, it's just you know what I mean. What's next? What is next? And that and that's how you. That's how you have to live life. You know what I mean? Just. Like, keep on pushing, keep on striving, and uh, seeing what's happening, you know? But, um, hey, it w- it's been a fun week. Well, I think it's been, a- well, yeah, it's been a fun week. But, ugh, 
went to some horrible comedy, but then it got redeemed with some good comedy. So, um, let's, uh, yeah, I better do shit in order. So, um, this is what happened when I let my friend organise a night out at the comedy. Okay, so I've just come out of a show at the Top Secret Comedy Club and I could have gone to an exhibition at the Tate but the the thought of comedy won me over. I went to the Top Secret Comedy Club. It has to be the worst hour of comedy. I have sat through so far this year. It was atrocious. It was meant to be a preview for some guy's Edinburgh show, and it just wasn't good. Wasn't good at all, was it, Peter? It did have its moments. Which were? Few and far between. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It didn't help that we... um, Got to the, the venue a little bit late. Yeah, but, le- no, but late yeah. was like probably 30 seconds late. We were hardly late. Yeah. It was just bad. The, the, the show was bad. Yeah. I think the guy kind of knew that he was dying on his feet, and, but he, he had to get through his material and um, he was constantly referring back to his notes and stuff. And um, yeah. Mm, but that's fine. Mm. See, looking at your notes, all of that, absolutely fine. Mm. But there was no remnants of a joke within anything he did. There was a couple, a couple premises that could have been something, but he didn't go anywhere. Like, they, he just stopped them before he had anything funny with that premise it was just like the timing was off like all the jokes were just hackney you know what I mean it was just like stuff that was so old so old that it was just like why the, sh- why the fuck are you talking about this shit it makes no sense to be talking about this stuff now that was ages ago it's past and you're bringing it up like it's a relevant interesting concept oh, but hang on we are still in the middle of Brexit so that was kind of relevant yeah but he had nothing to say about it there's the thing he, he, he it just but it was just a punchline really yeah but it was a punchline to what mm. there was nothing there was it was nothing there like he talked about the vote the vote was ages ago if you're going to talk about it talk about something new it was just then he kept him just doing am I right am I right it's just like stop it no, you're not right. Nothing you have said has been right at all this evening. It was, it was just not good. There was, I just can't think of anything good about it. And here we are now, sitting in the crypt. Which is far better than a dodgy show at a shitty comedy film. <laughs> and really... If that wasn't bad enough, so a night out at a shitty comedy club, like my boy, he 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 made it even worse. Made it even worse. 
And, um, yo, this is what the fuck happened. Hey, so I just got winged again. Yup. I am. Um, <laughs> I was out with my boy. And um, so we're sitting there. Like, so we just, you know, this is after the, the disastrous comedy. So we went for a drink because, you know, needed something to get the bad taste out my mouth. And um yeah, so he, he so he's he, he, he keeps him like pointing out, going, Oh, there's some there's a pretty girl over there, you should go talk to her. I'm like, No no no, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And then he's just like, Oh, there's two girls over there. I'm like, Okay. Like So um I'm I might uh go over and talk to him. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He's just like, Well, you know, because I can't make um like coming out at the weekend, I figure I could get one of those to take one of the tickets. And I was like, no, <laughs> that ain't gonna work. Like, if shit's organic and you're talking to someone and things come up, that's cool. But that going up to people, no, ain't gonna work, man. So I turn around, next minute, I turn back, the fool is over. Talking to these two girls. Two girls I can't even see. So I don't even know, you know, what these girls look like. Anything like that. But he's there talking to these two girls. And then I just hear, yeah, so I, I was just wondering if, you know, you want to come to see some comedy with my friend on the weekend. And this, <laughs> these girls look over at me, and then one of them just goes, I'm out of the country, and then a friend's like, uh, uh, yeah, me too, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm away, I'm away, I'm away, I'm just like, oh, I just, I, oh, man, it just could have melted in the seat, he comes and sits down and goes, oh, well, it didn't work, I was just like, dude, you are killing me, killing me. So I think he his days as a wingman are done. I'm I'm retiring that fool. So yeah. Woo I need to find um <laughs> a better way of meeting people that do not involve a crazy person. We will see. <laughs> Watch this space. Things got better though, and um, yeah, so I had another fun night out at the comedy, so it went to the um, underbelly, and um, yeah, that was great, man, that was a lot of fun. Right, so finished at, um, well, underbelly, yeah, today went to see Dame Baptiste and Friends, and that is the last thing I had booked, um, yeah, it was, you know, it was fun, but god damn it, that tent was so hot, so damn hot, it was a bit, yeah, I, I think it, it, if it was a different day, if it was cooler, um, that it, you probably would have heard cats laughing, from round the corner, you know what I mean, but it was so difficult mustering the energy to clap, you know, it was so, so warm in that 
goddamn tent. But you know, it was it was it was a fun time. Um, so the, it started off with um, Michael Adelawa. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. I could well be wrong. Um, but yeah, he he was um, yeah he he started the show. Then um, we had Judy Love. She came through. Alistair Williams and um, Slim Slim closed it closed it down, yeah. And uh, you know, Dane started it off, did a little something in between people's sets, you know, held it down nicely. So it was cool, man. They um, I hadn't seen like the only person who I have like you know I'd seen Dane a couple of times. Um, and I'd seen Slim before, but I hadn't seen Alistair, hadn't seen Michael, hadn't seen uh, Judy. So, yeah, that was fun. You know, you seen this always good, like catching new people, and um, you know, just seeing how people craft their comedy. You know, how how they structure their sets, how they are on stage. How they're managing things, you know, it's always interesting seeing the, you know, a variety of people and how they do their things, you know. So um, yeah, I enjoyed it, you know. Um, yeah, I I think probably, probably Dane and Slim were, were my favourites of the night, just because I felt their stuff was more varied, um, like Michael. Um, definitely, he, he said it was definitely a lot of race-based jokes, which is fine. Um, but it's just you know, I think you you, you hear them a lot. Um, sometimes, I, I mean, depending on the comics that you go to and how you grew up and that kind of thing, so you hear that stuff a lot. Um, Judy's was a bit more varied when it came to that. You know, Alistair's was definitely, you know, different. Um, But yeah, you know, Slim and Dane, they, yeah, I think they, they took the night. But, you know, I think everyone was funny though. That's the main thing. It wasn't, it definitely <laughs> wasn't like the uh, the secret comedy show. Woo. I don't think anything's been like that in a while. But um, yeah, no, this was it was a fun night. Just a shame it wasn't cooler, so you know you could get the full enjoyment of it. But um, you know, I would I would check out all of these cats again. Um, yeah, it was all good, man. So. You know, I might keep an eye out and um, see what else is playing at the Underbelly. But, I don't know. There's so many different comedy clubs. But, you know, I think the main thing is from, like, seeing this kind of stuff. Just, you know, it's, it just helps me write. And, um, yeah, I definitely need to get out. Need to get out. Need to find a way of trying to book some actual spots. 
find a way to get on these nights before everything sells out, you know what I mean, but, um, yeah, working on it, working on it, man, uh, yeah, fun evening, though, um, I think the biggest irritation of this evening was the amount of times I've heard it's coming home, like, I think the song, is it, it's Free Lions, I think that's the name of the song, heard it way too many times, I hate the song, completely irritated, people need to stop, people need to chill, people need to relax, but, you know, they can have fun, it's a game, it's cool, but just chill, man, calm down, people, it's a game, let's not lose our shit over this, because there's still the semi-finals before you can start even contemplating the real shit, but yeah, I just know tomorrow's gonna be more of the same, and it's too hot for this bullshit, but it didn't, still hasn't detracted from the fun evening, so that's the main thing. So I went to, um, the South Bank tonight for, uh, it was the Golden Man Booker Prize. Um, yeah, and to be honest, when I booked it, wasn't quite sure what it was. But every year, I go to the actual Man Booker Prize. So I figured, ah, you know, that's always interesting. So why not? Why not? And I knew it was around something about the anniversary or something. But, so, when... And, um, yeah, I guess I could have Googled, but, <laughs> you know, I wasn't thinking that. Uh, but, yeah, it went, and it was all good, man. It was, like, um, so they gave, like, five judges a, a, a period. So you had, like, Robert, um, what was his name, Robert Macron. He had the 1970s. Um, then you had Lem Sissy, he had the 1980s, um, Camellia Shamsi, um, he had the 1990s, um, sorry, she had the 1990s, Simon Mayo had 2000s, and Holly McNish had 2010s. Uh, and so basically, each each of the judges would take all the winners of that time period. So, yeah, so, so they would read the books, all the books that won in that time period, and then they chose what their favourite book was. So it was, yeah, it was interesting, you know, um, I can't really, like, what were the ones, man, yeah, I think, I, from what I remember, I think Robert McCrum picked the C, um, Lemmy picked, what book did Lemmy pick, Moon Tiger, um, Camellia 
had the English patient, um, Simon had um, Wolf Hall, uh, and Holly had Lincoln in the Badu. Badu, Badu, Lincoln in the Badu. Um, yeah, and so then, so the, the, once you had those five books, I think supposedly the general public voted for what their favourite was, and then uh, the winner was announced tonight. So, um, yeah, it was interesting. It was in because. You know, they, so they when they read like all the winners from that from the different time periods, it was interesting to see the ones that I'd read, and then the ones that I'd read but I hadn't even realised they had been Mambuka winners. So yeah, that you know, I've probably read about mm, seven, seven of all the, of all the books mentioned, eh, which you know, it's high. I read, but you know, I don't look at the man booker and go, I need to read all of those books. I just think what's interesting, you know, and then also <laughs> it's what's on Audible because, yeah, they don't have every, they've got a lot of books, but you know, there's always the odd book that they don't have. Um, so you sometimes you're just waiting for the certain books to appear, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing, I went with my friend who I went to, with to see the Man Booker last year is, and last year, when when they were making the announcements, we were just like, I don't, I don't really mind who wins, just not Lincoln in the Bardu, because I just can't get on board with that book. And then that one, <laughs> the, the next day that one. And so this this year, we were just thinking... I mean, just as long as it isn't Lincoln, man. So I can't get behind that book. But I will say, there's so each of the books that were went up for the vote, each of the five books that went up for the vote, they had an actor come and do a reading from that book. And with Lincoln, they had three of the actors from the night. They all came up and they all took different voices um, and narratives from the book and read it. And I have to say, I found it more interesting than I did with a single person reading it last year. So, yeah, I guess it would depend how that book has been recorded for Audible to whether I would be willing to give that a check. You know what I mean? If it's in one of the one of the sales, who knows? I might pick it up. But um Yeah, as it is, no. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna pick up some weird ghost book. But um yeah, you know, I'm hey, it might be a great book. You know, it just it's just not grabbing me, man. But it was, uh, yeah, the, the, the craziest bit was when um, the, the, when uh, they were talking about Wolf, Wolf Hall. And, um, yeah, so they were talking about Wolf Hall. And the, uh, the, the publisher, a guy from the publishing house came up. 
and so he's talking, and he, so I'm, I turn to and I'm, I'm just looking, I'm just thinking, I didn't know Hilary Mantel was dead, As, because, the, because you, you thought she would have done the reading, and then the way the guy is talking, it's really sounding like Hilary Mantel is dead, and then at the very end, is this a throwaway, it's like, oh yeah, the third book's out next year, he's like, oh, so she's not dead, Come on, dude. You have to do. You have to come better. So try. You know, think of your words, man. Think of your words. But yeah, Hilary Mantel isn't dead. So they're finally finishing off that trilogy. Maybe you know the BBC. If if you haven't seen the BBC adaptation of Wolf Hall, it's very good. But they didn't do Bringing Out the Bodies, and I don't know why they didn't do Bringing Out the Bodies. But maybe because the, if the third book is coming out. They might go, alright, let's do it. So they might do bring out the bodies and then this new book. Because that would be good if they did that. But, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know, everyone's just thinking, oh, just say fucking one. Stop talking. Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, um, out the five books, the five, the five books nominated, they all, you know, I could get behind those. But, and, and the one that won, um yeah it was the english patient english patient won the general public's vote it's the um yeah it, 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 it so i guess i don't know what you would call it it's just the winner well yes obviously you'd call it the winner but um, yeah it's like the people's man booker book i guess but yeah another interesting night at the south bank center Boy, yeah, always a fun night at the South Bank. Nice. So this week's film, um, yeah, I didn't actually go to the cinema to see it. It, um, what it is, it was uh, one of the Netflix originals. Uh, so it's a film called Teo. I think it's pronounced Teo, T-A-U. Um, Tao. How maybe, but um yeah, basically it you know if you just type in TAU to Netflix, you will find it. Uh, so it's a new film, and it's directed by Frederico de la Sandria. De la Sandrio. Um, this is his first actual um directorial film. People may know him because he's worked on a whole load of different films in like the art kind of side of things. So that like some of the recent stuff. So he was animat animatics supervisor on Doctor Strange. Um, the same with Avengers: Age of Ultron, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Four Darks. World, Iron Man 3, the first Avengers film, the first Captain America film, he um, was a storyboard artist, the same with the first four film, and the Ant-Man film, so yeah, he's been deep on a lot of, a lot of the popular stuff of recent years, but you know, I guess he, you know, working on those films, you have your own ideas, and you kind of think, hey, what could I do if I step behind that camera? And uh, so he's made this film uh, through Netflix. And 
it, it was enjoyable, I ain't gonna lie, I enjoyed it, you know, um, it, so the, I, the premise is a woman is held captive in this house that is run by an AI, uh, so this kind of science guy, yes, nabbed her, put her in this house, and it's just her kind of, does she survive kind of thing, so I, I, you know, I, I did, from the concept, you do kind of think, okay, so how, what is this going to be like, because, yeah, some of it kind of leads you thinking towards, I think, Maybe like the first Saw film uh, Or you have like There was a film called The Cube A few years back Where people were kind of put in this futuristic Prison run by an AI So not exactly the same But you know there's kind of elements So it's just a bit like Alright so how will this be? How will this stand on its own? And I, I think with this film it, it taps into that fear that people have of being in a world run by AIs. You know, how will it be? You know, what if we lose control? You know, uh, how can we ever win against a computer? And it kind of plays into that. But it does have that interesting element of it, a bit like um, Alex Garland's Ex Machina where you know you don't always have to kind of fear this AI, sometimes there's the, the AI has a first for knowledge, a first for growth and that isn't always going to be bad um, probably actually um, <laughs> the comparison to Ex Machina probably isn't correct with that because it, it didn't seem to go too well But I think you catch my drift You know it, it, It's It's the I think the relationship between the AI and the human And the first For growth, the first for survival That's The the USP of this film That's the kind of The driving force of it And the thing that makes you Engaged that keeps you thinking. All right, what's going to happen next? Well, you know, where's this going? You know, I'm not sure it's going to end. Uh, well, you know, I I can't say too much, but yeah, it keeps you keeps you thinking, man. It, it yeah, it keeps you wondering. So that's all good. I think it was um, Micah Monroe. Is the the female lead of this, and uh, yeah, she's great. She really puts in a good, really puts in a good performance. I think, I don't know, like her biggest thing today, like she's done, she's worked a lot, but I don't know if a lot of these things are, um, I don't know, stuff that everyone would know. But you know, I guess Independence Day. The last Independence Day, you know, she was in that. So I think that might be her um, her biggest piece. But you know, she's been in a a number of films that, yeah, I I guess probably might have come across her, like 
Ed Screen is the uh, it's the male lead, and um, he's probably been in uh, bigger projects. So he was in Deadpool, the first Deadpool, and Transporter Refueled. Sword of Vengeance and so yeah he's been in um, Game of Thrones um, oh the Sweeney yeah let's not let's not talk about the Sweeney or your manners <laughs> but yeah he's been in some big films um, and he's got a few big ones coming up he's in Atelier Battle Angel um, Maleficent 2 so, um, yeah, the, I mean, the talent in the film is good. And Gary Oldman is the voice of Teo, D-A-I. So, there's a lot that, um, there's a lot to look for in this uh, and uh, that helps propel the, forward, the film forward. So, I would definitely say go check it out. Yeah, if you've got Netflix, as I say, type it in, Teo, And, uh... I don't think anyone's going to be disappointed. It's a, it's, it's a, it's an interesting little film. Yeah, check it out. So my plan to alternate between Stranger Things and Luke Cage, yeah, that didn't pan out in the end. I think it was just because, um, you know, it the end of episode four was really good, and that kind of made me continue with Stranger Things so then I watched episode 5 and that was just a bit hmm I don't think it followed through, didn't give me that same intensity of that moment and it didn't give me that feel to be like yeah this is a good show, this is something that you want, you need to watch and I was a bit like ugh god damn it what's happened here so I watched episode six straight after. Instead of jumping back to Cage for an ep, I was like, you know what? Let me do six, and that will tell me if you know what I mean. I'm down with this or not. And I'm watching episode six, and I'm a bit like, I don't know, man. I'm just still not completely sold. And then the end of episode six, I was like, oh shit, okay, okay, you might have me now, you might have me now. So, you know, two episodes left, I'm just about like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it, man, there's no point jumping in and out, I'll just watch these two episodes. Uh, Yes, I did that, and uh, it's all done. All done. Well, season one is all done. And, um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm like... there's de- There was definitely some good shit at the end. There's also, again, still the frustrating stuff, man. Still the frustrating stuff. I mean... I was, I was pleased that the interactions between the kids 
finally started to feel more akin to how they should be, you know, they kind of all hashed out the differences, and it, it, it kind of seemed like, okay, so now we're finally showing the real situations here, how it would be amongst supposed friends, so I was like, okay, cool, but then I'm just a bit like, everyone is believing this shit too easy, you know, without any evidence, like, a lot of people were jumping on, like, oh, shit, yeah, let's get, yeah, we believe the kids, all right, fine, let's do this, let's do this, everyone's believing that shit a bit too easy, I was like, yo, come on, man, you would ask for evidence, you're not just taking some little kid's word on this shit, you're you're gonna want evidence, so that was a bit like, hmm, um, and then it just like it was weird the one eighty that um the girl's boyfriend did Steve, I believe, yeah, there's like one minute he's with his friends, and they've just written you know that Nancy is a slut on the thingy thing. And he's all like, you know, laughing and he's down with it. Then, like, because he doesn't believe, like, supposedly he doesn't believe her. Then all of a sudden he turns on his friend. And it's like, well, where did that come from? That was a 180. You hadn't shown enough for me to go, okay, yeah, he would do that. So I thought that was a bit... They needed more there, I felt. Then you've got, like, when... Like, the kids... um, I can't remember the boys, Will's brother's name, but him and Nancy and Steve pretty much beat the shit out of that Demi Gordon, whatever they were calling it, the monster. They kind of beat the shit out of it and it disappears. But then all them dudes with guns just aren't really doing anything. I'm a bit like, alright, so this monster's kick ass, but you're telling me all them guns ain't gonna do shit to that monster? Come on now. We we know that he, if you're saying it's getting hit by a bat and that's stopping it, giving it pause, getting shot is going to give it pause too. So you need to be consistent with that shit. So yeah, there was, there was some it's still inconsistencies that bugged me. And god damn it, Netflix, that last episode, yeah, should have said now this. <laughs> This is going to flash the shit all over the place. Because my eyes by the end of it were just like, please stop. Please stop. So they, they yeah, I feel they should have put a warning on that last episode. A lot of flashing shit up in that one. But, um... Yeah. 
it, you know, it, it, it didn't end too badly. But it was just the clear setups for season two. It was a bit, you know, there was things that weren't answered, and then just, you know, it was just clear, like, yeah, we'd put it just seemed we're putting this shit here, so you come back for season two, rather than, you know, really be creative with getting people to go, yeah, I'm still invested for season two. I feel that was just a bit heavy handed But overall I guess it was average Yeah Like it Hasn't it, You know It didn't It hasn't blown me away Like A lot of the reaction That I've, I've seen for it But they did enough I think For me To go Okay, I'm going to check out season two. But you fuck with me, I'm done. Yeah, you ain't won me over, so I'm blindly following you like an idiot into some demi-dimension. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, you know, it, it, but it did enough for me to go, all right. I will check out season two and see what is going down. So we will do that and uh, yeah, see where it goes. But next up, finish Luke Cage, man. That's the next thing. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know what I, how I feel about that. Maybe next week, but this week's gonna be um, busy as hell. Frankly, so who knows? We'll see. The thing I have to say that I've been loving for the last few years is that the UFC have been putting on some great events, like usually, um, yeah, over my birthday. So it, it's usually a few days before, sometimes on, you know what I mean? But over that period, there's there's least two free of the week that is two free UFC events um the last few years they've just taken it down to two but that's fine because they're two usually two great events um and so yeah like I've, I think it's like three years ago I bought myself um fight pass uh so you know so I can watch all that so I watch all the prelims uh, on Fight Pass and then the main event itself on BT Sports and damn it's always good and so yeah this year you had the Ultimate Fighter finale and um, man there were some good fights there's some really good fights like uh, you know this was on Friday and you had like um, Luis Pena Against SBG's Richie Smullen and Pena, he you know he hurt his foot in the Ultimate Fighter itself, so he he'd gone for, he'd progressed, won his fight, couldn't go on because of the foot injury, but he looked really good in this uh, in this fight. He's first in the actual UFC, so I think yeah he he's gonna have a good he could have a good future at lightweight. Um. 
Montana De La Rosa against Rachel Ostovich. Hey, it was a fun fight. It, it was tough for Rachel, though, because, you know, she's a lot shorter than Montana. And the reach, Montana's reach, was, was making it hard for her to get in close. But, you know, she, the first round was definitely Montana. But Rachel kind of answered some of those questions in the second round. She came back. Uh, but then in the third round, oh... She got caught, man. She got caught with a submission. But it was a fun fight. It's definitely a fun fight. Then we go on to the main card. And yeah, good fights. Oh, man. Julian Mark Marquette. Marquette, I think. Yeah. You know, he came in overweight. Um, and Alessio DeCicchio. You, know, you thought, oh, maybe he's going to struggle because he's going to be fighting the bigger man. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Alessio was a beast in this. And, um, you know, it, 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 it went the, the full three rounds. But, hey, Alessio didn't look like he was going to lose that fight. He put on a hell of a performance. And I, I, I think the middleweights are definitely... Um, They'll definitely be looking at him, you know, for sure. Uh, we had Roxanne Modafferi against Bob Hunchak. And, um, ah, man, the Happy Warrior was so good in this fight, man. You, you thought Barb might have it because Barb won their first encounter. And, hey, she's the old, you know, old um, Invicta champion. But, Roxanne weren't going to have it, man. She really, really put on a great display. As soon as she got top position, man, she was heavy with the hip. She just wasn't wasn't going to let Barb off. And, uh, yeah, won that in the second round. It was a great performance. Like, Alex Casera against Martin Bravo. I haven't seen Casera in a while, but... Hey, he looked good in this. He looked good in this. Like, he did seem to gas in that third round, but he'd done just enough to um, get the decision. But you do... I, I think he needs to... Um, he needs a bit more of a killer instinct. Because there was, there was a point that he had it. Instead of just taking it, like, ground a pound or something, he tried for the submission. I think he just gassed himself out, you know. But, um, hey... It it was still a good fight. Have to say that the ultimate fighter fights themselves, they weren't the best. I had the first one between um, Jay Cuccinello and Brad Katona. That wasn't a bad fight, but Brad was hands down the better fighter, and Jay didn't. He just at no point did he look like he could win this fight. But he did keep on going forward. He did keep trying. The second fight, though, Michael Trezano against Joe Gianetti. Ugh. Not a great fight, to be honest. Not a great fight. Mike won, but he didn't look spectacular. He didn't look great. Like, no one is going to be watching that fight and being scared to meet him down the road so more a lot of work needs to be done 
the the main event though, Brad Tavares against Israel Adesanya. Oh my god! Like in this fight, I think the 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 big thing was could Israel hold off um, Brad's takedown of uh, takedown attempts? You know because when you, we've seen Israel on his back, he has seemed to look bit like a fish out of water so that was the thing and Brad is tenacious he comes forward but in this fight Israel was not having it he shrugged off all all, all the attempts to t- take him down and he dominated like Brad kept on coming forward but at no point did you even contemplate Brad winning this fight now Israel was getting hit so he does need to work on that because against a heavier puncher, against a more savvy opponent, he could struggle. But from this performance, hey, he's going to be a false man. He's going to be a false for sure. So that was, you know, Friday, you know, some fun fights. Then we go on to UFC 226 pay-per-view the next day, the Saturday. And God damn it, this pay-per-view was like boy been waiting for this man been waiting for this pay-per-view and oh my god the fights the fights were insane like you know it started off with Jamie Moyle against Emily Whitmore it went to a decision it wasn't a bad fight um yeah it was all right it was all right it was a nice way to start things off the next fight though, Dan Hooker against Gilbert Burns. Jesus, Dan Hooker is a beast. He was killing it. Killing it. And he, he got it finished in the first round. And he put cats on notice for sure. Trust. Or well, you know, I, I I'm definitely looking forward to his next fight. Like Curtis Miller did it. Look, Curtis Millinder against Max Griffin. It was a fun fight. It was back on fourth. Um, I think both have got stuff to work on, but you can definitely see the potential. Definitely see the potential. And especially with Millinder, because he has got some heavy hands. Like, everything thrown with intention. So, you know, that that was good. Like, uh... Lando Venada against Dracos Close was a fun fight. Again, that went to decision, but hey, it was back and forth. It was fun. Rafael Asuncao against Rob Font, though. Whew! Asuncao looked good. Asuncao looked good. And it went to a decision, but with this performance, I don't know, it's hard to deny that he should get the next title shot. He looked good. He looked really good and I think especially if Cody wins the rematch against TJ that's a fight that you can definitely make you know like if TJ wins they've already fight two times this would be a rubber match but I think it's a harder fight but at Cody you could definitely make that fight for sure next fight Araya Hall against Paolo Costa it was a good fight it only went two rounds, but goddamn, it was back and forth. Raya Hall looked like the older Raya Hall. There was moments when you're thinking, oh, goddamn it, 
could he get this? Could he take this fight? But, you know, he got clipped and then Costa just poured it on. But this was a good fight. So even though Hall lost it, I don't think he's... uh, I don't think he was diminished by that loss. Because you will want to see him fight again, especially on that form. And we then went on to the main card. It was Go Kansaki, old glory kickboxer. Second fight in the UFC against Kali... Kali uh, Roundtree and you, you, I think everyone pictured this being a great fight but you didn't think this fight was going to go the distance and this fight did not go the distance god damn it it was only went about a minute in like Roundtree just hit him with a straight right and that was it that was it he put Saki away and boy Light heavyweight does need some good talent, and so Roundtree, hey, he's, he 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 made a claim. He made a claim to be someone to be taken notice of with this, and so I'm looking forward to see who they match up with him next. Yo, next we had um, Michael Chieska against Anthony Pettis, and I don't know, like Pettis. His last few fights, they haven't been great. You think, could he be in the twilight of his career? Hey, with this performance, hell no. Kiesa came in overweight. He, he was misweight by, I think, one and a half pounds. And when you looked at him in the ring, he was the bigger man for sure. But Pettis wasn't having it. He... He was on that old form. He was hitting him. And when he got taken down, didn't care. He, you know, he accepted the takedown because he was like, my jits is better than yours. And he was firing off attempts and attempts and attempts to um, get the submission. And in the second round, yo, he, he got that. He, you know what I mean? He 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 went for a triangle, um, and you thought Kessler should just back up, back up. He didn't back up. Pettis sunk it in deeper. Kessler was still holding it off, but then Pettis got the arm, and still in a triangle, and he 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 got an arm bar. Boy, it was a great performance, and. It could be the resurgence of uh, Anthony Showtime Pettis, man. Looking forward to that next fight. Paul Felder against Mike Perry was a fun fight. Felder came in um, as a late replacement. And, um, you know, he normally fights at 155. So this was a move up to 170. It wasn't that bad because, you know, he didn't have to do the, the crazy cut he normally has to do. And it was back and forth. The problem is, like, from what you could see, it, it, it looked like Felder broke his right arm. And as soon as that happened, you, you, you saw his output was diminished. You know, he was still throwing. He was still throwing the right. Um, but there wasn't the same power behind the shots. So from that moment onwards, 
it, it, Perry wasn't losing that fight But even till the end Felder was coming forward He was throwing punches It was a fun ass fight So that was great And it, 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 it The problem was It built up the anticipation And so the next fight against Francis Ngannou Against Derek Lewis Was probably one of the worst fights I have seen under the UFC banner in recent years. It was dreadful. Like, Lewis had hurt his back. You heard him say to um, his corner, I think after the first round, he was holding his back during throughout the fight. But Ngannou just didn't do anything. And he must have thrown maybe 10 punches in all three rounds. It was just the worst. The worst, especially from someone, if he had put on a dominating performance, he could have made claim for another title shot. From this, it might be a while before Ngannou gets a title shot. I think he might need to see a sports psychiatrist, really, because something was not right. And after that fight killed the atmosphere in the room. You know, you thought, ugh, how is this night going to end? But, God damn it, the main event, oh, just took that bad taste out of your mouth. It was Stipe Miocic against Daniel Daniel Cormier. So, the heavyweight champion against a light heavyweight champion. And, God damn it, this fight was so good. It was so good. Like, you know, I think people thought that maybe Cormier might have the wrestling advantage, but Stipe was going to be the heavier hitter. So Cormier would have to watch out because he could get knocked out. So no one saw it that Cormier was going to knock out Stipe in the first round. In the first round. I think, like, half a minute went. Not half a minute, 30, like, yeah, half a minute. It was so early, man. So early. No, sorry, it was not early. It was half, it was towards the, it was like half a minute left in the fight. My bad. Yeah, and, um, oh, but it drew up to that point. It was back and forth that they were throwing, hey, even some head kicks up in the game. But, yeah, Stipe had hit him with some good punches, but Cormier was rolling with those punches. He was coming forward. There was a lot of dirty boxing. There was a lot of clinching. And I think it was that that lulled Stipe because he got him in a clinch. He, he, he dropped from the overarm to the underarm, turned. Stipe leant in, and Cormier caught him with a hook that just crumpled him. Miechik went down And then Stipe just laid it on him man It was such a good fight Such a good fight And it just shows you man You know what I mean With hard work, with determination Anything could be possible You know what I mean It doesn't mean you, you will always get what you want but hey, it puts you in a position to seize the opportunity when that opportunity arises. And that's what Cormier did. He put on a hell of a performance. 
and it was so good to see man it was just it was incredible it was an incredible fight and it ended a great a great card other than the you know the the the, the Lewis and Garnu fight this was a great card and it was a great fight in weekend man so that was so much fun then it got insane because Brock Lesnar came in the ring and woo that went full dramatics man there was some shoving DC fun as hell on the mic and that is gonna be a crazy fight a crazy fight I don't know when it's gonna it's gonna definitely gonna happen this year if they can make it for um, Madison Square Garden in November that would be cool otherwise maybe maybe it goes on the um, New Year's Eve card that would be fun you know the the Christmas on New Year's Eve card the either those would be fun too but yeah God damn it, Lewis UFC delivered for my birthday, and that was awesome. So today's audible, audible minute is um, yeah, I've done a couple of books since last week. So there was um, uprooted by no Naomi Novak. Which was a f- like it started off like a really fun book, um, and, you know it seemed kind of different to the normal trope when it comes to kind of you know like fabled fantasy, um, and yeah I was in- really enjoying it at the beginning. I have to say though it it kind of petered out at the end. Is it seemed to really want to force home certain ideology, which was a bit of a shame, but you know I, I still feel it was a good book, but it, I, I think if it hadn't have gone down the way it did in the last third, it would have been more than that. But uh, yeah, you know. Still worth checking out, I feel. Still worth checking out. Um, The other book was book six in um, Simon Scarrow's Eagle series about, um, uh, like, set set around a Roman Roman kind of era with, um, oh, was it Cato and Marek? I believe I think that's the 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 uh, main characters names um you know it was all right it's kind of one of those is I think the first three four books were really good um and then the, uh, after that point they're all right but they're, 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 they're that kind of book that you go to as light relief you know but um yeah those books have been fun yeah fun books as well as um the books i've been uh reading some of michael brian bendis's no brian michael bendis yeah gosh god damn it brian michael bendis's comics um yeah uh you know i i really yeah comics are great fun man you know what i mean but as a kid 
like the print was just too small so I couldn't read them and that was always just like ah you always just felt you're missing out on some great stuff but then like recently um I say recently probably I don't know like 10 years ago something like that um like comicsology came around and god damn it it revolutionized things you know what I mean there's like so I, I I started to buy, like, the oversized graphic novels, like, the hardbacks, the really big ones, like, absolutes and, and that kind of thing, because the print was bigger in those. So with a magnifier, it was, you know, it was possible to read, but you could only read them for a short period of time. So it would take forever to read something, because, you know, after, like, 20 minutes... You haven't finished an issue, a single issue, and you know your eyes hurt, and all of that kind of stuff. You know neck aches. So, yeah, it would take ages to read. But then, yo, know, Comicsology came around, and you could zoom. You can zoom into each of the panels. You know, if that's still not big enough, sometimes it isn't. So you have to pinch. You can pinch and make it bigger. You know what I mean, and. Yo, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, it just made it possible to read shit. You know I mean, that's the great thing about technology, man. You know, so, um, yeah, I use that now. And it's great. But um, I think it's it's harder to read a book, though. Still, it's hard, still reading a book isn't great. I think you, your eyes still get a lot of strain. Um, so that's why Audible is fantastic, you know, but yeah, so I've been, um, yeah, so like, uh, uh, when was it, a couple of months ago, maybe, maybe three, Bendis, he's been at Marvel for nearly 20 years, and he, uh, yeah, he made the jump, he jumped over to DC, which is all good, man, because, you know what I mean, I feel... When people are confined to one thing for too long, they just become stagnant, you know. And by new challenges, it gives you new insights. And it allows you to create new exciting things. And I think for a while at Marvel, he had that. So, you know, right, he's Daredevil incredible, he's ultimate Spider-Man, just amazing work, you know, like, he, he's alias on the Max imprint was just great, and then he went, then he did Avengers, re- just great, great stuff, um, and during that time as well, there was different events that he, he kind of ushered in, which were really good, you know, there was some really great writing, but I feel, you know, with the 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 the, the last lot of stuff, like I he's Iron Man at the beginning wasn't bad, but I just I just finished uh, the last few of that, and it had I feel it had kind of hit that wall. It had become a bit same old, you know, like. A lot of characters seem to have exactly the same voices. Um, and 
you know, I, I, I'd kind of come across that with his Defenders series. Um, yeah, it was just a bit of a, you know, it was still okay, but it wasn't at the same level that you remember Bendis in his glory days at Marvel, you know. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of like, all right, that's cool, you know. I I'm I'm glad you've found this new challenge, and hey, I'm just expecting him to be writing some great things at DC. So, hey, that should be all good for them, you know. But, uh, yeah, the, the Iron Man. Eh, hmm. I don't know, it just got a bit. A bit convoluted. A bit like trying to fool certain points across. And just a bit dull. Like it was a bit dull. So, it'll be interesting to see what Dan Slott does with the character. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, Ben is finished on a on a big issue, six hundred. So yeah, he's kind of done his thing. He 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 signed it off well. So, um, I've just got to finish off his Jessica Jones, um, and Ultimate Spider Man, and then that will be that. But uh, you know. Out of both of those, I'm really looking forward to Ultimate Spider Man because, hey, when I the last issue I read of that was still really good. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Okay. All in all, this has been a fun ass day. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just been got to hang out with some good people. Hey, got some great news as well. Got a comedy set this week. So be able to um yeah just uh finally get back out there, try out some new material. So looking forward to that. And um yeah, just you know, those future plans, man. It's just like keep on moving, keep on striving, peep keep on keeping on, you feel me? So I think that's the thing, man. So yeah, whatever you're doing, hey just Keep putting your all into that shit, you know? Keep keep aiming high. Because there's definitely going to be some, uh, some missteps. You know, there's always going to be some missteps. But, you know, if, if you keep on doing the best you can, something good will come from it. So even if you don't, get around to doing the big thing that you want to do, there's going to be an offshoot. But you'll only find that offshoot if you just keep on trying, you know. But you, because you just have to make sure you're in the, the right position to seize any opportunities that come your way. But in the meantime, just avoid concussions... Avoid getting run over. And avoid crack hoes. I mean, that is my my end statement to everyone. And, hey, 
Now this podcast is available on all major platforms. So make sure you subscribe, listen, share with your peoples. Hey, and if you're listening through Anchor, leave a voice message. You mean? Or just leave a comment on Insta. And um yeah, we'll address that. You know what I mean? If you've got an issue, if there's something you should want to say, hey, feel free, man. It's all great. But uh, until next time, keep doing you. All right, peace.